how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I was going to make bread. I've been watching some stuff like mm -hmm. with um, bread makers. Mm -hmm. and this one lady made this bread and made it. She did it step by step and was really good. And I'm going to have to go back and take notes. But I was going to make some, but I, the yeast that I had expired in 2021. <laughs> I don't think that would be good. I anymore. just feel like that would affect the outcome of my bread. I don't know. I why. think it would. I think you're yeah. correct in that. Um, well, I've been reading quite a bit. And I can't find one of the books right now that I read. I read a mm -hmm. book that uh, was from the series that mom and I used to read, the Thomas Kincaid. Mm -hmm. The Christmas uh, books. Catherine Spencer Christmas books. I read one of those. I've started another one of those. Mm -hmm. And but I finished that one. And okay, so I got this book that I've talked about already on, on our podcast, I think like twice, by um Linda Cohen Loigman. Mm -hmm. And it was called Matchmaker's Gift. Like you said about that other, I snorted that book up once <laughs> it was so it was like one of those books where I'm like, I cannot wait to get back to when that. When you're not reading it, you're like, oh, I want to. I took it to school with me. Mm -hmm. It was so good. And so I heard she had another book. And so I bought the other book. I believe it was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> called The Two Family House. And I finished it today. So good. Dang. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. It was so good. I <laughs> love that one. And I love the matchmaker's gift. Okay. I'm going to have to read both of those. I think you would really love the matchmaker's gift. And I think you would also like the two family house. It Two family house was so good. <laughs> matchmaker, matchmaker's gift was so good. I just love I'm, it. I'm going to have to read both of those. So she I almost a, picked up my own copy the last time I was at Fabled. So she has another one. Well, don't because I'm finished with mine. I'll let you borrow mine. Okay. But, uh, I mean, unless you just want to, or it's on my Kindle. I know I might grab it on Kindle. And in this case, I don't mind. He's such a good author. It's like I'll give her, I'll pay her twice for that book. So good. <laughs> and Kindle's cheaper. But now I bought one today called Wartime Sisters that she wrote. Also, mm -hmm. I started reading that one. So I finished those other two this week, and then I've read. What did I read? I, read, I love it. when you find a good author that you can just read all their stuff. Gosh, I just that's the best the way she writes I just love it that I bought I have some samples of things one of the things I bought a sample of is a book called March mm -hmm. it's about the dad from the little women series but it's not oh with the male. no it's not written by her of course but <laughs> that would be weird it sounded pretty <laughs> okay but you want to know something funny <laughs> I'm back <laughs> oh actually I actually bought the Little Women Complete series because it's got four novels and the same thing. Mm -hmm. and she wrote another one that followed right after Little Women called Good Wives. Mm -hmm. And they were like 99 cents, seriously, for both of those from Kindle. And those are good books. I bought the Little Women Complete series, but then Good Wives wasn't in it, so I bought Good Wives. But those are both by Louis May Alcott. Mm -hmm. But on the cover... Of the complete series, I'll show you. You probably won't be able to see it. Mm -hmm. It has. It just. It cracks me up because I've read some of the comments, mm -hmm. and it was hilarious because these <laughs> these people they really believe that she's. I guess they are stupid because they have <laughs> heard of 
a contemporary looking picture. Mm -hmm. And so they were asking her, are you going to write any more about? (laughs) I thought you are. That is hilarious. You can't hold on. You can't see it. It's kind of bright. It's right here, but it's too bright. Yeah. Hold on. That that cracked me. That's hilarious. Comments on Amazon. It was like. Are you going to be writing any more about that? Because I like these sisters. <laughs> this one. Oh, I can see that now. Well, not anymore, but I, I did. There. Yeah, I can see that. Oh, they're asking that is like contemporary. That's hilarious. It's, oh my gosh. It just That's me. too funny. I am passively rereading, not really rereading, but re-skimming um, this book for my podcast with Emma, because this is the book that we're on. Oh, yeah. It's Siege and Storm. It's the second in a trilogy. Nice. And it's good. We were kind of in a bad mood, like like I said the last time we recorded. And there are parts of this book where we're like, they're just so stupid. They're just idiots. And at the end, we're like, we were like, we really like this book. Like it's it's our, one of our favorite ones in this trilogy. But the characters are seventeen year olds and they're idiots. Mm. Tell me. <laughs> so, one of the things I like too, at the end of the Two Family House by Linda. Mm-hmm. Owen Loigman is she's Jewish and these books are all about Jewish people which mm-hmm. I love. back in back you know yeah like the 50s 60s I think yeah. one of the maybe 70s but at the end she gives a list of all of her favorite some of her favorite authors and recommends books oh I love that which I love and one of them was the coffee trader by David List so I just downloaded a sample of that mm-hmm because you know i may read it and go oh i hate that yeah but i really i thought that was kind of cool and then she oh well that i didn't find the thomas kincaid book because they had put them all together oh they put hmm. over six thomas kincaid books wow one i read was one oh i guess i read when christmas comes or something like that hmm. yeah it looks like I've got two that I haven't read. But anyway, hmm. uh, but I, I really recommend those books to anybody. Mm. I'll have to grab those for Kindle because I want to use my Kindle. And I love it. I'm glad. It's going to be so good for traveling because I, the last time I went to Oklahoma, I had two full books in my suitcase. Yeah. So well, that's going to be much easier. I have for your Kindle. I like the kindle is backlit mm-hmm. but it's not like led searing my eyes oh okay you know because my eyes kind of get tired because i look at screens all day for a living that's true and so i want a screen that's like it's a screen but it's not like yeah burning yeah. my retinas just trying to see if there's anything else i have new i know you said you were reading a little bit of the new grady hendrix oh okay yes <laughs> oh, I, you can tell it's a new semester because I have one in here called Interpersonal Communication. That's a textbook. <laughs> That's funny. Television. What is this? Television field production and reporting. Hmm. I have some new textbooks in here. Media writing. <laughs> All this stuff. Uh, okay, so I did have one that Grady Hendrix wrote, a new one. Yep. How to Sell a Haunted House. Mm-hmm. I haven't picked it up yet. I wouldn't. <laughs> okay. 
I deleted it from my library. <laughs> you did? This is the second one. I did. I read like, um, I don't know how far into it. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't delete another one of his, did I? Mm -hmm. Which one? You deleted. Um, oh, I did delete the, that. Mm -hmm. oh. With the bloody chair. Bad. Mm -hmm. Bad, bad, bad. I really enjoyed Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires. I, really I did too. That was one of my favorite books that year of the yeah, books I read. We know the exceptions to that. Mm -hmm. Eating raccoons with their hair on. and <laughs> I didn't appreciate that. But um, this last one, it was good. It had a good story. It was sad. Mm -hmm. But there's a big thing in it mm -hmm. about puppets. <laughs> you laugh i know i wouldn't read that book at night i told dad I could <laughs> so I was okay these puppets are freaking getting up and watching tv with the remote <laughs> on their own and then the, the she he had this mm -hmm. parents died and all the stuff and they had made and i'm sorry mm -hmm. if this is a spoiler alert but if you enjoy that stuff you know go yeah, you know if it's in a ventriloquist saw puppet self and enjoyed it but that her mom was a weirdo and an artist but she made like stuff out of mm -hmm. so she'd made this nativity scene out of squirrels mm -mm. and every time she went in the house something was rearranged uh -huh. and so she went in one day and she went into her mom's room and she felt kind of sad about stuff and her whole house was weird mm -hmm. but she had gone to sleep on her parents' bed just because she was just resting for a minute. Mm -hmm. and she woke up. Her brother had always told her that those squirrels were going to wake up at night and try to get down her throat. Ew. She woke up and mm -hmm. she was in the doorway and it was one of the nativity squirrels and they mm -hmm. had his closed and he mm -hmm. jumped up on the bed was trying to get down her shirt and in her mouth and all that and it was the whole squirrel family baby jesus squirrel included trying to get at her and i was like i'm out <laughs> You're like, can't do it she had thrown what this creepy puppet that her mom loved the most and he had some stupid name i can't remember she put him mm -hmm. in the trash in the garage he mm -hmm. got back out and was all like so, mm -mm. <laughs> no, i'm not about it not about it mm -mm. that's fair nathan might like it Oh, it's gross. He but and it's sad. The way they wrote it was very sad. Just mm -mm, no. I think he's a very talented writer, but I haven't been I able to read the other things that he's like written a, either. I wish he'd write books that weren't horror books. So enjoy his writing. His characters were great in the in Southern Book Club. It's so funny. That time skip in Southern Book Club still one of my favorite moments when you turn the page and it's a black page that says what like three years later and it's like yes what <laughs> that was scary but that was like dude that was truth. that was like um i love that book because it was a mama being like i do not care what you are you're not messing with my kids mm -hmm. yeah maybe that's why i liked it better i could relate this woman <laughs> was like i don't know i didn't like it and it scared the crap out of me and so i just deleted it from <laughs> entirely i was like i don't even want to see it i don't even want it around. <laughs> i just want it out oh that's so funny because so i read the sample and i'm like well i 
can give that one a try. You know, I've read Stephen King and Dean Koontz. Let me give it a little. Let me tell you, Stephen King and Dean Koontz scare me less than freaking puppets. (laughs) Mm. And nativity taxidermy squirrels. (laughs) No, it's just no. Yeah, I probably won't read that one. Yeah, I can't. uh -uh. Uh Uh-uh. Uh-uh. If I had continued to read it, I would not have been sleeping. And uh, that's just. I read a lot of like horror type thriller books last year. Just kind of on accident. And so my goal is to not do that this year. Because I noticed a distinct change. You don't think that the media you consume affects your outlook, but it so does. It does. The last time I was in Oklahoma, I was like, you know, the last time I was here, I had an awful, awful trip. What can I do to make this better? And so instead of listening to scary podcasts and like podcasts that set me on edge, which I like sometimes, but on the road is not good for me. I listen to Cryptid Factor instead. Yeah. I listen to Bravely. I read like lighthearted books and watched like hit like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies on Netflix. Yeah. The best trip I've had of my career. Everything yeah. went right. I was in a really good headspace, wasn't it's anxious at all. Like my anxiety was like so low. Whereas last time I was calling Nathan, like, I don't know. I just, I accidentally packed a shirt that has a skeleton on it. And I'm like, am I going to die? And he's like, no, you're mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's such a huge difference. Have you read um, Confessions of a Prep School Mommy Handler by Wade Rouse? No, not yet. Hilarious. I love Wade Rouse. I do too. It's hilarious. I've read it. I don't know why it's saying I hadn't read his because I have definitely read that book. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's a lot of his that I read. I love Wade Rouse. Um, and he wrote that one. It was sad. It's called Magic Season of Sun Story. Oh yeah, you told me about that one. It was good though. I mean, it was about him taking care of his father when he was dying. I know, but it was really good. I loved his. I think his was the foreword in that one about all the comedians writing about their pets. Yeah. I liked his the best too. Yeah, it was good. Yep. Oh, what was it? I just looked, I just saw that one. Because I related, because he said that he would get up in the middle of the night and put his, his hand up to her nose to make sure she was still breathing. Yes. And I do that to our dog all the time. And he's like a very, he's like healthy. That book was called I'm Not the Biggest Bitch in This Relationship. <laughs> yeah, I read that book. <laughs> yeah. It was so good. I will read my Graham Norton one. I'm just saving it because I, I know that I will sit down and I'll read it and I'll finish it in one sitting. And I want to be, I want to have like a moment, like a nice bath and some snacks and like just time to just finish it. Cause I know that's what'll happen as soon as I start it. I also listened to, um, I listened to Fanny Flag. Can't wait mm, to get that mm-hmm. again because I love that book. That is a good book. That is one of my favorite books of hers. And I think I talked about the Prince Harry book before. <laughs> I wouldn't waste your time or my reading that. Here's here is a synopsis of it for you. Here <laughs> is basically the whole point of the book. <laughs> I am the spare, and I'm not gonna get to be queen king. Well, maybe queen would be better, but king <laughs> my big brother's mean my wife is sad she doesn't want to live in mean old england she wants to go back to america where she belongs people were mean to her everybody's <laughs> mean to us i'm gonna stomp my foot 
and take my ginger head over to America <laughs> now. There you go. That's the whole book. <laughs> That's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. That's my it. Goodness. Oh, and by the way, I had a problem with my wee-wee and talk about it extensively in the book. <laughs> and I also talk about how many people I've killed because I'm a big mean soldier, but it scared me when my brother pushed me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, it it was unbelievable. I've seen even on TikTok people being like, did we ask? he had he had like frostbite on his todger what the hell nobody needs to know that harry i don't care (laughs) keep that to yourself oh and by the way kate's mean because she didn't want to let megan borrow her lip gloss no joke (laughs) that's crazy so I wrote her a note during math class and told her that I didn't want to be her friend. <laughs> no, she is not my best friend on MySpace anymore. That's what it, it's like, basically. It's like a person who is in middle school writing their angsty, angsty little book. And who has had every opportunity. Because he's a prince, he gets to be published. Mm-hmm. It's just annoying to me. It just annoyed me. And you know, I like the royal family, mm-hmm. speaking. But it was class free. And then you just see William and Kate everywhere now. And they're, they're going, Do you have any about your brother's book? Do you have any comment about your brother's mm-hmm. book? What about what your brother said in the book about you pushing him down and blah, 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 blah. It's like they just ignore it. I, you know, and here's here's another thing. I'm sorry, I did look mm-hmm. The paparazzi is really mean to us. They're super mean and they follow us everywhere. And it makes it really hard to live and have any privacy. Okay. Your royalty. The rest of the family didn't have that either. Yeah. I think he does have a valid point. They're responsible for Diana's death. I do think. Yeah, they are. That was like over the line. And it is not good. And they have both spoken out against that. Yeah. But you're a member of the royal family. And that's going to come with publicity. Hounded to death by the paparazzi. And they suck. And they were talking about how many members of paparazzi had like multiple homes for all the money they get from just selling pictures that's so awful can't trust anybody which was not what's up but it's your life i mean that's the way it is right you know you gotta live it so i found it to be rather whiny and obnoxious and yeah full of things i really didn't want to know <laughs> i'm sorry it's unfortunate it is unfortunate i feel bad for megan's mother yeah. I kind of asked for this. Girl. <laughs> she's a nice person. I she think. was like, I sent you to all these good schools. Like, she takes care. Of, she's like a hospice kind of mm-hmm. worker, takes end of life care for all these people. They started hounding her to death, too. Yeah, she's that is like, awful. She's trying to do what I can do here, kids. Mm-hmm. So I do feel bad for her. But other than that, it's like boohoo, wah wah, shut your mouth. Right. It's, it's like, not that it wouldn't be hard to be, okay, so you're a second in line. I'm third in line. Okay, mm-hmm. so I had a baby, so now I'm fourth in line. Mm-hmm. Right, now I have another kid, so I'm fifth in line. Mm-hmm. Okay, behind your next kid, I'm, all right, I'm sixth in line now. I'm six. Okay. <laughs> you know, that, but who cares? Who but it's not like he wanted it. No. You think he could deal with it? Look at the way he's dealing with Look at the way his the dad is doing. I mean, he's had a lot of freedom. 
And Every was- time I think about the king, I think about him saying he wants to live in his wife's underwear. And that's just all I can think about. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nasty. That's where Harry gets it. <laughs> you know, well, he wasn't telling anybody. He actually told her that, then it got out. and Yeah. <laughs> but Harry's tell all is. Harry's just like, let me tell you all everything about this. Well, sit down and have a chat. Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, here's where I lost my virginity. I don't care, Harry. Harry, oh, get back also, on your meds, buddy. My brother, my brother ignored me in school like he didn't know me. He was mean to me in school. It makes me think of when Pete Davidson called out Kanye West on SNL. He was like, "I'm the real Kanye off the meds," and he's like, "Buddy, you're on meds for a reason. Mm-hmm. I'm on meds. It's great. Take your meds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know, get that chip off your shoulder. That giant, giant chip." I thought it was weird, though, because he said that he really thought that his mom was not dead for the longest time that she was hiding. Oh, that's sad. He faked her own death, and he convinced himself of that. Well, I don't even know if that's true, but that's what he says. <laughs> and he said when he went back to France and drove through the tunnel, mm-hmm. drove through with her accident twice, he said for some reason that's what did it for him. Oh, he was that's like, sad. He has to to see pictures of her. And this was as an adult. Yeah. Somebody who could get the pictures. He said, can I see the pictures? And he said, she didn't, it was all internal injuries, you know, Mm -hmm. beaten up or anything. But he said, driving through there twice and seeing what it looks like and how it was, he said, that did it. And I was like, she's really gone. Yeah. I mean, that was sad. That's awful. Yeah, it wasn't just his mom. got all the pressure on him he's going to be the next king mm-hmm. with increasingly more people you know yeah wanting a monarchy even though yeah. they say that, and then they show up for those jubilees and all that stuff right like, we love you charles we love you <laughs> you know but that's crazy i don't know that is I wouldn't. I did an audiobook, and maybe that's part of it too. His annoying. Because he reads it. Sounds whiny of him. I just want to be like, shut up. I said that. <laughs> like when I get out of the car, I go, oh my gosh, would you just shut just up? Shut I can't be anymore. That's so funny. Nobody wants to hear that. Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> so that could be another book that I read. That's counting. That is another one. It counts. Audible counts. Yeah. I count audible. I finished well then I I probably read about six or seven books because and there you go. Three of them. Oh, I listened to that stupid widow book on Audible. Oh yeah. I probably would have liked that book better if I'd read it instead of mm-hmm. listening. But yeah, there's there are a lot of things that uh, I've listened to. I finished that other queen book. I read a book last year. Or no, I listened to a book last year that I think you would like if you read it. Really? Mm-hmm. I liked it, but I wish I had read it instead of listening to it. But it was just one of those, I needed something for the drive to and from Oklahoma. Let me see what it was called. But I think you would like it if you read it. Okay, it was... um. Okay. It was Beasts of Extraordinary Circumstance by Ruth Emmy Lang. I'm going to write that down. Beasts of Extraordinary Circumstance. Very, very good. I liked it a lot. I think that you would like it a lot. What's it about? 
Um, it's about just the life of this guy. He has like an incredible kind of weird life, and each chapter. Prologue. Oh, let's not listen to it again, Audible. But um, let's just start it right now. <laughs> so it's it's so interesting because he's the main character, but there's not a single chapter from his point of view. Mm-hmm. Each chapter is from the point of view of somebody who cared about him in his life, Aww. up to the end, and it's really good. That's it's hard. To, it's hard to explain. It's kind of like it has a really good ending. It's a happy book. Um, it has like a weird. I would describe it as like it has like an American folklore vibe. It's really, really good. Hmm. Let me see the description here. Born in a blizzard, orphaned and believed to be raised by wolves, Wayland Gray is someone who inspires endless curiosity in everyone he's ever met. People say that once Wayland wanders into your world, you'll wish he'd never leave. But what makes him different? How does he possess the ability to transform each other's or others' lives? How does he manage to find and create magic in the ordinary? This is the story of Wayland's journey told from the perspective of those who knew him, loved him, or were bewildered by him along the way. In this stunning and deeply imaginative debut, author Ruth Emmy Lang introduces us to a character who will live in readers' hearts long after the last page is turned. So I really liked it and I listened to it and I think I would have liked it even better if I had read it. So why didn't you like it listening to it as much? It had a handful of, since there's so many different um, point of views, there were a lot of different readers and some of them weren't as good as others. Well, that's a shame. But the one, like the girl who read, because there's a character in the book where he he ends up in Oklahoma eventually with this foster family. And those chapters are told by the point of view of the older sister in the house. And her reader was great, but everybody else's was kind of like, eh. Well, but the story was good enough. It kept me engaged. Always, I guess just have a low tolerance for that. Exactly. So I would read that instead of listen to it because I really, really enjoyed it. And I feel like it would be like one of my favorite books if I had read it instead of listening to it. Do that then. It's very, I think you'll like it. It's really good. It's different, but it's good. I, um, I don't know. I've, I like to, I've gotten to where I enjoy and I can pay attention better. I don't know why, but (laughs) better with audiobooks sometimes now I like to listen to them in the car on my commute sometimes but yeah sometimes I don't I don't know it just depends I listen to them when I work sometimes it depends I listen to podcasts a lot mm-hmm. my brother my brother and me I listen to I listened to them today I got caught up and I just there's so much griffin <laughs> but they're so funny and last but- week there was too much griffin Justin said something in this last one that cracked me up. I can't remember what it was. It was very funny, though. Justin will just, like, pop those out sometimes. He will. And I love how that you can tell they're just brothers because sometimes. <laughs> okay, well, you know what? I don't understand why you're attacking me about that. <laughs> and I think That's I understand what, what I want to say. It was in a munch squad. And he was saying something and Travis made a joke. And Justin went, Travis, I don't appreciate that you're joking right now. I'm trying to get through this bunch squad. Yeah. They're so funny. Travis and Justin make me laugh. We watch this. Travis makes me laugh. Not often. (laughs) We watch this live thing on their YouTube channel, Nathan and I did. And it was so funny because Travis has like, you can tell a dedicated recording space, like soundproofing on all the walls, like very private. Mm -hmm. Justin, you can tell is like in his office. There are some like soundproofing cubes, like in his area. Mm-hmm. Griffin's fully in his living room. Like, let's just vibe I, it. I will say this about Griffin. I think he's probably a really good dad. 
Mm-hmm. He talks like he just really loves his kids. I think he's probably a fun dad. I think he's really probably sweet, a sweet little dad. But you know, I don't know. They kill. They do crack me. They're I usually so listen funny. to them between schools. I okay. listen to them when I do emails. Because if I'm in a bad mood between schools, I'll listen mm-hmm. to that. Or I'll listen to one of our podcasts. Mm-hmm. If I'm Crypto really factor. Day, I'll go back and listen to our podcast or Crypto Factor, but you can't ever tell what Crypto Factor is going to do. I know. I saw, so I follow Reese Darby on Instagram and they record, they were recording an episode mm-hmm. last week. So it means it'll probably be out in March. <laughs> they record, they record, don't know. They're recording an they episode. They record like one every six months or something. They really do. That's why all of them, like when you're listening to them from the very back catalog, all of them start with, and we're back. <laughs> I listen to the Dale Jr. download, but not lately because every time I get on there to listen to it, he has some, hey, this is from Dirty Mo Media. We're going to bring you this special presentation and, and I don't want to hear it. And then I listen to this Rangers podcast and mm-hmm. I really like one of the guys and the other guy, I'm sure it's fun and good. But he is like, just, well, first of all, he's like an interview butt kisser, which I can't say. Oh, I hate that. And he's, he just kind of is very annoying to me. And he'll, he's a know-it-all and just, Mm -hmm. but they have really good guests. If they have really good guests, I'll listen to it. But I want David Tennant's podcast to come back. Yeah, I'm on it whenever they do come back. I did listen before. I've told you to that. Mm-hmm. Oh, shoot. What's it called? I don't know. With Sean, what's his name? And Jason Bateman. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And Will Arnett. Yeah. Too much Will Arnett. I had to quit because of Will Arnett. Will Arnett is a jack wagon. <laughs> you can see why he and Amy Poehler got divorced. Oh, I can't. He's just <laughs> jack wagon and he's so california like mm-hmm. i was drinking this really excellent cleanse drink today and i was <laughs> talking to my personal trainer and my very good friend tom cruiser i mean he's always just mm-hmm. it's like shut up right and i do love sean hayes sean hayes that's mm, i love sean hayes. Love sean hayes and i love sean hayes husband partner whatever he is but i love him he's really sweet he was, they did a little Christmas song. Oh. <laughs> and the whole time, Sean's sick and he's like, this <laughs> and at the end, he said, I'm very sick. And blah, blah, blah. It's mm-hmm. yeah, so. <laughs> Nathan I, wants you to know he got the Wordle in four out of six since okay. his phone isn't working. I, got, I thought I got that email earlier. What email? I mean, that text from him. <laughs> you? That yeah, was me. I got six out of six. That one kicked my butt. I didn't like that one. You won today. Well, because it was one of those. It could be anything. I hate the ones mm-hmm. I'm- I had three of the letters. But it's like, no, not that one. No, not that one. No, I know. One. I had, let me look. I had, I've been starting with a do because it has so many vowels in it. And then I did drops, stood, sword, and then scold. I've been starting with a different word every day because none of them were doing that job. <laughs> Just to keep couple, it fresh. I had a couple in the past week that were like three. I got it three. Mm-hmm. I started with crumb. Oh, that's a good one. Then I went to peace, P-I-E-C-E. 
Mm-hmm. And then I went to scans. So I had the SC at the front. Mm-hmm. Then I went to scoff. Mm-hmm. Hoping maybe that double letter thing was going to happen again, which it didn't. <laughs> didn't. Then I went to scowl. Oh. And then I got scold. But it was it's hard. It's it was very hard. I've been doing the crosswords. I used to just do the Monday crossword, <laughs> working my way up. Monday's the easiest. Mm-hmm. I'm still working through those, trying to get better at those. I do the mini puzzles sometimes. And sometimes I do the spelling bee, but I hate spelling bee because I get frustrated with it. Me too. I stopped doing spelling bee because I, it was irritating me. It, it was too irritating. Like yesterday, I had a bunch of words, and I'm like, there are no more words to start with this. Mm-hmm. But, had a bunch and it said no but there are more i'm like no there's not you're stupid <laughs> no there's not not real words Matt, you're stupid <laughs> so well i'm going to go eat yeah go eat your hot hot dog uh, i don't know if it's still even out there dad is now watching let me tell you what i was watching he's watching it's a snowy scene <laughs> somewhere with a few pine trees around it's all it looks like a looks like a blizzard Hmm. there's a big gmc suv parked there or a truck big gmc truck Mm -hmm. a tent attached to the back of it well all right i'm not sending people it's just like a a view that's (laughs) just that yeah it's lone wolf 902 well all right is he gonna hunt that truck he's gonna homestead <laughs> just some dude <laughs> i thought we were gonna go in and see him but unfortunately we were going oh right over the top <laughs> getting to look at some more trees oh there they are he better close his tent door <laughs> he's gonna catch a chill in the back of the truck and part is on the ground oh it's kind of neat it's a two-story tent. Like a loft. He may be frozen to the truck bed. <laughs> <laughs> Can somebody hopefully, bring some warm water? Hopefully the truck is running. Yeah. I don't know where he drove. The roads look terrible. Why would you oh, ever do that? He is inside. He's hooking up some sort of like little cooking contract. It is two-story. Because mm. there's a ladder in there. Neat. How high is your truck? You need a ladder to get up there. <laughs> I think the ladder may be holding the tent up. Oh. That's, I know. That's what I was thinking. But would he need a ladder to get up that high? Yeah. Why didn't he close the dang door? <laughs> Got to get the camera crew in somehow. Oh, he even has... He's got a little chair. Oh, he's got a little fire with a tiny pot. <laughs> he's just making the most out of it. And he's got a little dog. Aww. Oh, he has a tiny little dog that we're probably going to get to see freeze to death. <laughs> Jerry, he's wearing a coat, but did you not see what it's like? <laughs> How, what, yeah, what type of dog is this? Looks a little bit like... Aww. A little fella. Little Thank sweet guy. You coffee he's gonna give it to the dog the dogs are <laughs> immediately <laughs> the dog said two sugars and a cream please 
does. He's just standing down there just looking up at him like. Oh. That's funny. Oh my god. Oh, that was water for his coffee. Oh. There's this place called home that's really warm. <laughs> that you can do all this stuff in. Totally do without snow getting in your way. <laughs> my lord. That is too funny. People is nuts. <laughs> they are. They are crazy. I saw this video of this um, like Ukrainian dad or something and the daughter had taken this video and it just sticks in my head. He had like this thing, this big like netted bag full of pecans in his backyard and the squirrel was coming into it. And he goes, hey, hey, you're stealing my nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and it cracked me up. And I think about it all the time. Freezing, freezing, freezing cold. So yeah, I bet it is. He has on gloves with with the fingers out. Because he has his phone recording everything. Stupid. They made touchpad gloves. Got something set up. My pants are already soaked. My gloves are soaked. My wife is not. Strangely. (laughs) I'm really surprised by that, Karen. If you're seeing this, please take me back. I don't want to hear people whining about this. You put yourself in there. No, you're there for, yeah. You drove your little truck up there. Well, I'll let you eat your hot hot hotudagu on the tundra. Yeah, I'm I'm going to go make it in my kitchen. (laughs) With my stuff in it. Because I have a brain. I have two brains. (laughs) That are warm and toasty. Making that friction. (laughs) All right, honey. I love you. I love you, too. Stay warm. We will. Y'all stay warm too. See my friends. <laughs> love you. We love you. <laughs> Bye. 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 I'm basically going to have this hot coffee and.